I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation, delve into music ranging from hip-hop to rumba, rock to bongo, and much, much more. We shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past. Find our episodes on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast streaming platforms. So I was kind of thinking about the whole story of the birth of Christ and everything. And if you try and put it into today's standards, that kind of story would be completely unbelievable. Because imagine you're Joseph and then your homies are busy running to you to tell you that your fiance is pregnant with a baby that is not yours. My first instinct would be to send her straight back to the streets where she came from because at what point would I start explaining to my family and to the rest of the homies that I'm taking care of a baby that isn't mine with a woman that is mine? Like that wouldn't make a lot of sense because imagine how that kind of conversation would go because Mary would come through and be like, uh, so Joseph, I'm, I'm pregnant and, and the child belongs to the Holy Spirit and, and it's God's child. I'm supposed to have a child and, and well, you know, and that time Joseph is like, wait, what? You're telling me that you're pregnant and that the father is God. Tell me how exactly this makes sense. Cause it's not like God hasn't produced human beings from nothing before. Right? So Mary's over there. Like, no, I'm, I'm telling you the truth, Joseph. This is not my child. I haven't cheated on you with anyone. I'm still a virgin. And that time Joseph is like, yo, that's a lie. You don't get pregnant out of osmosis. Like somebody had to be like in there and everything. Someone had to have planted a child in there. Who was he? Like, just tell me who he was so that if it's if it's whooping him, I will whoop him. I will kill him. I will bury the evidence because I do not want my family to be disgraced like this. And that time he's like, no, I was approached by an angel called Gabriel and then all of a sudden, that's when Joseph steps in. Wait, so it's been some guy called Gabriel this entire time. You could have just started with that. You could have just said that Gabriel impregnated you and that's his kid. Now, we just need to find ourselves a Gabriel. Because, you know, funny enough, I was even talking to some homie who was telling me that he was talking to Elizabeth's husband after some homie called Gabriel visited her. And that means that this Gabriel guy has clearly been clearing all of you as like prayer partners. So just tell me, is it like a temple thing? Have you guys been trying this and and you've been doing it behind my back? Just tell me, you know I love you and I know that you're a young babe and you've probably been meaning to experience this since day one. Come on, like just tell me. It's not like I'll hate you any less. Of course, I'm probably gonna dump you, but it doesn't mean that I love you any less. I just understand that now you belong to the streets and it's okay. There's a rabbi somewhere who will forgive you and probably might take mercy on you and all. But then again, Joseph was visited later on. And I think it was by Gabriel. So that kind of got cleared up. So I guess, you know, Gabriel wasn't such a bad guy after all. So that being said, we should probably start the podcast. So in classic fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who only believes in ho-ho-hos when they come from the streets. He is a man whose new favorite form of cardio is jumping to conclusions. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and try and make some sense out of them. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you can repeat after me. If you don't know the drill, then it's okay, because I've got you and maybe it's your first time. 
you see a tweet you like a tweet you think we need to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you can send it directly to my personal dms at bagaka the d on twitter on facebook and on ig you can send it to the break time on west side handles and i will attend to them accordingly now firstly merry christmas to each and every one of you that's listening because this episode does come out on christmas day of 2020 itself so if you're listening and it is christmas day then merry christmas and if you're listening afterwards well merry belated christmas or some shit that being said though i do have a bit of a problem with christians and christmas because people have this idea that christmas is like a christian holiday that should be globally accepted because christians like to think that everyone either is a christian or should be a christian uh and the truth of the matter is when you kind of look at the origins of christmas it's barely even christian at the very least like christians did the same exact thing that they've been doing since their inception which is taking stuff from other religions and other cultures and pretty much making it their own now i have to admit this topic didn't come on its own it's not like i thought it up this one actually came from a fan a fan by the name of andy who happens to be a pretty long time listener of the podcast so much shout out to you andy and uh, yes i will break it down as requested now i kind of did look into the whole history of christmas and to be honest it's been pulled off of a lot of things because you kind of look at the background of it the romans used to sort of celebrate this period of time around christmas with a lot of hedonism uh the guys in norway and sweden you know vikings and all of them they used to go and like slaughter cattle and like feast for as long as i think the log that they brought in burns then you kind of look at the germans and some of them were just appeasing some god that would probably mark them for death and the thing is like people like to make it look like it's an entirely christian holiday and personally i think it should be globally appreciated as a human made holiday for everyone to kind of just celebrate and have some joy behind it because for each and every one of these cultures whenever they used to celebrate the near equivalent of christmas because all of these cultures celebrated them around december or around the end of december it was all with good purpose it was all with some level of fun in mind so i personally think that it should be celebrated by everyone atheists included because what i just mentioned has nothing to do with religion christians just adopted christmas in about the 9th century and it was as a way to sort of conform to a couple of pagan traditions and you know just kind of find a day to just celebrate the birth of christ so by all means i think it's good for everyone so you kind of think about it a lot of christmas uh, celebrating started in europe uh, a lot of the christmas poetry and songs started in the us uh, santa claus was from saint nicholas who was roman uh, or at least roman catholic and the drawing of what santa claus looked like came from america and well when you kind of think about it for christians to call christmas like their holiday it's almost like you gate crashing a facebook friend's birthday party and you didn't even know about it because the party was set up way before you did a lot of stuff that was brought in you you're not exactly the person that brought it up but you're just here busy having fun for the sake of you having fun on somebody else's tradition so it's it's a little bit weird to be honest that being said i do think that we should pick some of the positive benefits that christmas brings along with it such as you know the act of giving which also came from the us of a a couple of the hedonic activities that came with the romans 
and you know just all around trying to celebrate a moment in time before the following year comes in and i think that should be exclusive of whatever religion or lack thereof that you subscribe to so please by all means if you ever feel like christmas is a christian thing remember that the christians jacked it from a bunch of different places and it's never really been the same exact tradition year round it's it's usually just a bunch of stuff that's been piled on over time meaning that it'll probably evolve with time but anyways that aside we should move it on to the tweets of this week so on to our first tweet a lady with her own money has a certain confidence that makes men think she's rude it's not rudeness bro well i don't necessarily agree with this but it kind of depends cuz for someone to be called rude you kind of have to say something that would make you seem rude and yes with with confidence yes people do obviously get a confidence boost when you get more money even the humble people because when you get more money there's this feeling of you have more freedom you can do more with it and yes most people will kind of get that feeling once they get a lick once they get that bread once they get like a nice salary bump once they get more money in their accounts so yes it does make sense that they would have some level of confidence but at the point at which someone starts being called rude i think there is some level of arrogance that has to kind of step in because when you look at arrogance arrogance is more or less a mix of overconfidence and a bit of rudeness and yes it is something that quite a lot of people tend to have i'm not even going to lie guys do this too like a guy will go ahead and make quite a bit of money and it's not uncommon for them to start being a bit braggadocious to flex quite a bit here and there and to carry some level of arrogance it's fairly normal to do that and yes women will do that as well or at least some of them will so i wouldn't be open to just coming in and saying no it's just confidence because there's this whole thing where rich people will be arrogant and then because a lot of us as a society kind of praise and worship people with money we'll just chalk it down to confidence because they'll come in and they'll be like i can say that because i'm confident blah 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 and the truth of the matter is if they're arrogant they're arrogant you just need to be open enough and say it to yourself because it's not uncommon for me to hear a woman saying after she's gotten money that she doesn't need a man or niggas ain't shit it's yes women will also do that when they don't have money but by all means when they make quite a bit of money that's when they're more open to saying it and they'll say that a lot more publicly up until you know they grow old and they're unable to get a nigga then they start blaming the fact that niggas go for young women but that's besides the point that's besides the point that's totally besides it now what i am trying to say is there is a certain arrogance that can come in and it's completely normal uh does it mean that we should stand for it no i think we should be open enough to tell someone you know what you're being arrogant just because you have money and that doesn't necessarily make you a better person and by all means they'll start asking you as your money so that you can talk on the table and well you can always just answer them by saying that you don't exactly need money to decipher what good or bad character is you can do that without having to put a penny down it's not it's not a netflix subscription for goodness sake so yes women can be arrogant and yes i have to disagree with this tweet because uh for some of them that's when they suddenly feel like they have standards but then again this is something the guys do as well the problem is arrogance and that should be the issue not necessarily women so i'll kind of just leave it at that and i will move it on to the next tweet bro would you forgive your girl for cheating on you 
Well, I've kind of been a champion of the whole no thing for a bit of a while, but I kind of just thought about this tweet for a bit and I think I might just forgive them. Like I think I'm actually open to the idea of forgiving my partner for cheating. But before y'all pick your pitchforks and start crying simp out here, let me explain. Because I think there's actually a reason why I'd probably be open to forgiving my partner. Because here's the thing. When you look at the reasons why guys cheat, like the reasons that I've spoken about, they mainly usually chalk down to two reasons. One, the babe was a lot finer and the guy couldn't control himself, so he figured he might as well just go and hit it. And on the other side, I've spoken about how guys will go ahead and cheat because there's something that the other babe is offering that he wanted you to offer, but you haven't been giving it to him. And I'm willing to kind of wave that on to women as well, because normally there's this whole thing of when a woman cheats on you, it's like the relationship is over. She fell out of love with you, yada, yada, yada. And yes, that that is kind of true. By the time she's cheating on you, there's a pretty good chance that she doesn't have feelings for you anymore or she doesn't necessarily care about the relationship anymore. So if that is what I'm using as the basis for her cheating on me, then I'd want to check on what it is that I didn't do or what it is that I haven't done, what it is that I didn't pay attention to. Because if that one can be pointed out and it comes out that there was something that I could have done, that I should have done, which I haven't been doing, then the blame kind of mostly falls on me because I kind of failed or more like I kind of failed her as a boyfriend. And that in itself does kind of have to be pointed out. Yes, we've always spoken about how if she cheated, that was her choice. It's her fault. Hell, even on a guy's level, he cheated. It was his choice. It's his fault. It's it's him at fault. And we've kind of always held it like that. But sometimes it's usually down to the partner. And I've spoken about this before on a different episode. And I've kind of brought out the whole thing of, yes, People can cheat, but sometimes it's because your partner's missteps, what your partner didn't do, kind of made the whole idea of cheating an option. So I do kind of have to apply it here. So yes, if if Shorty cheats and she shows that I kind of had the error and there was something that I didn't do and I didn't do anything in my power to rectify or make the situation any better, then I'm the one at fault. I'm the one that fucked up here. So... If this was an issue that was brought up and wasn't handled when there was a better time to do it, then I can take blame for that. But if it was an issue that wasn't spoken about, if it was an issue that wasn't brought up multiple times and supposedly handled and she pretty much just let loose and went and banged someone, I'll probably just chalk that down to loose morals and her belonging to the street, you know, another disciple of future and shit, and I will dump her ass. So yes, I think that's probably the best way to handle it because we really put a lot of flack on women and cheating and how, you know, the minute they cheat on us, we're so ready to dump them. But when it's suddenly us on the other end of the table, it's like we should be forgiven or there should be uh, a second chance given. So I think in this respect, we should probably start balancing the scales a little bit better and give this kind of equality to the other side, like just kind of keep both sides equal. So if if one side fucks up, we should find out why it is they fucked up. If if the problem has a lot more fault on our side, then we should acknowledge it. And if it's on the other side, then, you know, loose morals and shit. Uh, that being said, we should move it on to our next tweet. 
A 2013 study found that spending money on others yields more happiness than spending it on yourself. Well, yes, no, maybe, I don't know. And since it's not a question, I'm not going to repeat it. But I will say that it depends. Because this sounds like it was written by a woman or this fact came from a woman who did the study. Or maybe they interviewed a bunch of gold diggers and asked them what it's like spending their partner's money and what they supposedly said about it. Or maybe some of those old people, they usually end up dating like their nurse or going for a younger gal before they die or some shit. Because the truth of the matter is, it's not necessarily just spending on others, but there's a certain way you do it where it's actually beneficial and more fulfilling and possibly makes you happier as opposed to some of the others. Because it's not like if you just bought your friends drinks each and every time, you'd be happier you'd probably be a lot sadder because you're draining your bank account because, you know, your friends want to have fun. How does that make you happy? But when you kind of look at it in spending it on, say, your partner because it's the anniversary or you care about them, then yes, maybe you could get a certain level of fulfillment. But the truth of the matter is, I think giving to the less fortunate is where it's at. If you are spending your money on the less fortunate, say you're paying school fees for a couple of people to go to university, you're buying clothes and donating them to charity or buying food or, you know, just donating towards a charitable cause, there's a more fulfilled feeling that you'll have. And that's when I can openly say that, yes, you will feel happier. But just spending money on other people, nah, like it's not like I made my money to spend on you. Fuck you mean? Like, I'd rather spend the money on myself and I'll be pretty happy. I think I'm happy enough blowing money on myself that I wouldn't want to blow money on a lot of other people. Call me selfish, but either way, yo, I just want to enjoy my money. And if it's it's spending money on other people, then if it's not in a helpful cause, if it's not in a charitable cause or I'm not trying to help someone come up, then nah. I don't think I'm going to be happy just blowing money on other people because I don't think there's any real fulfillment in blowing money on people who can probably spend their own money. But before the wrong people get the wrong idea, if you're broke and you're busy trying to get me to spend money on you, this doesn't apply to you again. You're technically one of those friends that could probably afford something for themselves because, well, if you can't afford it, then I don't see why you'd want me to get it for you and yet I'm not your father. Like, I don't mind doing favors for somebody, but the minute someone wants you to start getting stuff for them, then it doesn't feel like it's coming from you. It's coming from them and that doesn't feel good anyways. So in a sense, the situation in itself actually doesn't really count. But if it's me doing a favor for you, if it's me, you know, helping you come up, if we're helping each other in one way or another, or, you know, you're broke for the moment, then I don't see why it is that I wouldn't mind helping. So long as I don't feel like I'm actually obligated to spend that money on you because now that just negates everything and it makes me feel bad. You get? But anyways, maybe I am wrong. Maybe I'm just a stingy fuck. You can tell me in the comment section because we are at the end of Tweet Street. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to leave your comments, thoughts and feedback 
on our IG handle. You can send it to the DMs of at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, you can send it to Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at Bagaka the D. If you're using Castbox, feel free to leave your comments there and I will attend to them accordingly. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. And don't you worry, before 2020 ends, there's still an episode of Battle of the Sexes that we have to handle. So before 2020 ends, I will catch you guys on the next break. Take care.